0: Hello, hello my loves, welcome back to the Just Go With It podcast and if you are new here, welcome. My name is Jasmine, I am a certified life coach, content creator, and of course the host of this podcast where we talk about all things lifestyle, wellness, and self-growth all from a balanced and very realistic perspective. I am officially back home in Arizona after spending a month back in my hometown in California and it feels so good. I am so happy to be back home in my own space, in my own routine and I have come back home with a fresh new perspective and with so much gratitude for my life, for everyone in my life, for where I am in my life and I don't know, I just feel so, so, so good and excited to be home. We are coming off the Thanksgiving vibes, so I just want to say I hope you guys had a great holiday if you celebrate it, of course. We personally had a very intimate Thanksgiving back home, which I honestly prefer because my social battery at this point in time is at zero, and I personally was in charge of the mashed potatoes and the mac and cheese, and I just have to say my mac and cheese was mac and cheesing. It was so good. I tried a new recipe that I found on TikTok. I shared it with you guys on my Instagram stories, and a lot of you guys are obsessed with it. So I'm so glad I finally found a full proof recipe that everyone loved. As I was saying, I am just so happy to be home and I'm just so excited to get back into a routine and stay focused now that we have one month left of 2023. And I'm so excited because if you guys didn't already figure it out, January 1st, 2024, starts on a Monday. So, we'll be starting the new year in a new month, on a new week, on a Monday. And that just does something for my type A personality. The beginning of the year feels so motivational as it is, but with it starting on a Monday, it just feels like it's going to hit different in the best way possible. And in today's episode, I wanted to share 10 things that I'm doing to help me prepare and reset for 2024. And these are all things that I will be focusing on and doing for the rest of 2023, the whole month of December pretty much. And this is just meant to be taken as inspiration. You don't have to do these things. You don't have to follow what I'm doing. But I just wanted to share where my mind is at for the rest of the year and what I'll be focusing on and doing and how I'm preparing and resetting for the new year. But before I get into that, I do wanna just do a little life update slash share what I'm grateful for since we are kind of wrapping up gratitude season and I didn't really get a chance to share the things that I'm grateful for. So like I just mentioned in the beginning, I am back home in Arizona and while I was in California, the days felt extremely long and sometimes exhausting, but the month flew by so, so quickly and I can say that I definitely stayed true to my intentions that I set for myself at the beginning of my trip, which were to slow down and spend time with my family and my friends. And during my trip, I will say that I experienced a lot of healing moments that have left me feeling so much more empowered and confident and grounded in myself and the work that I've done. And it's definitely bittersweet when I do leave home, but like I said, I'm just so excited to get back into my routine and be home with my family, my little family that I've created for myself. I left that trip with so much gratitude and I wanted to quickly share Some of the things that i'm really grateful for in this moment okay so the first thing that i'm grateful for is having a healthy and happy relationship so i can say that being away from my partner for a whole month really opened my eyes to how blessed and how abundant i am in love and of course i'm always grateful for my partner but i feel like when you live together and you're just doing life every day with one another and you're kind of going through the same routines it's easy to lose perspective and to forget to really appreciate your partner and the life that you guys have together maybe you start nitpicking on the little things and you just forget to count your blessings and the saying distance makes the heart grow fonder couldn't be more true in my case because I feel like Again, I just came back with a fresh new perspective and with so much gratitude, especially for my relationship. And another aspect that really helped me to put things into perspective for me when it comes to realizing how grateful I am to have the partner that I have and have the relationship that I have has been observing other people's dynamics and relationships. And I don't mean for this to seem like I'm comparing or I'm passing judgment because I definitely am not. It's just been an observation that I had while I was back home and there are certain things that I see people going through in my life within their own relationships and how they're being treated a certain way or certain things that they're going through and it makes me sad for them because they deserve better and they don't deserve to be treated that way and I just know that my boyfriend would never treat me in such a way or make me feel that way. And it makes me sad because I know that it is possible to be treated well and to be loved and adored and made to feel special. And I just wish the love that I feel for my partner and the way that he makes me feel, I wish that for everyone. And again, I don't mean this in a comparison way because My relationship is not perfect either. We fight and we get annoyed with one another just like everyone else, but it's just been an eye-opener to witness that other people don't have the same relationship that you might have. And with anything in life, I think when we're in something or when we have something, we get caught up in the little things that don't matter and we lose perspective on the bigger picture. Sometimes when we're living in certain blessings, sometimes we forget that other people are currently praying for your exact blessing whether it's a healthy relationship or having your own home or having good paying job whatever your blessing is There is someone out there praying to have what it is that you have and realizing this has made me so much more grateful for my relationship and I'm just so grateful for my partner, for our growth and the life that we have created together and my intentions moving forward is to show up in my relationship with so much gratitude and appreciation and to remember that I am so blessed to have this partnership that I have and I'm so blessed be treated the way that I'm treated, to not take it for granted because like I said, it's so easy to lose perspective when you're just going through the same routines and living life and there's bills and work and house chores that need to be done and if you have kids, you've got to throw that in the mix. So we definitely do try to check in with, with one another daily, if not weekly, to just make sure that we're always on the same page, that we're both good and getting what we need from one another. So... I'm definitely so grateful for my relationship. The second thing that I'm so grateful for is breaking cycles and creating my own path. So I briefly talked about this in my last episode and I was sharing how challenging it can be to be the one in your family that's breaking the toxic or negative cycles and you're the one doing the work that others weren't either able or willing to do. And as challenging as it can be to be the one that has to stop the cycle, I'm also so grateful to be the one to stop the cycle. Being back home served as a reminder of what my life used to be before I started my personal growth journey and what it could have continued to be had I not chosen to stop the cycles and create my own path and do the work. And it made me so much more grateful for my journey and all of the challenges that I've experienced and the path that I'm on and the life that I live, like truly so grateful, even though there are things that I'm still working on and there's still so much more I want to accomplish and the work is never really done. I'm also so incredibly grateful for where I am in my life and the healing that I've done, the growth that I've done. Again, nothing is perfect, but I'm truly content with where I'm at in my life and what it looks like and how it feels, most importantly. My life genuinely, truly feels peaceful. It feels aligned. It feels abundant. And that's all I ever wanted when i started this journey was to just feel fulfilled and happy in my life and i feel like i truly have accomplished that and regardless of what i have material wise or what my life may look like on the outside i know on the inside it feels so aligned and blessed and abundant the third thing that i'm so grateful for is my community and by community i mean my friends my family you guys brands that i work with my partner i feel aligned with everyone who is currently in my life and it feels so good to have people in your life who genuinely love and support you and want the best for you without any conditions or without any secret animosity and i feel the genuine and pure love from my community and my people this last month specifically I've felt it so much more and it honestly felt like a birthday month for me by the way that I was treated and made to feel loved and valued by my friends and family back home and I know that life is so busy and there's always so much going on, especially during this time of year and I'm grateful for the people that made time for me while I was back home and I just felt so so incredibly loved this past month and i really needed this reminder especially living so far away from literally everyone it's so easy to assume that people don't really care about you or they have forgotten about you or you're not as important to them in their life anymore because you guys aren't seeing each other physically and you know as adults it's hard to keep up with one another so being poured into this past month with so much love and attention felt so good and it reminded me that I do have a very solid group of people in my life even if I don't see them every day even if I don't talk to them every day I know that I am surrounded by such amazing people and there was a time when I was surrounded by people who genuinely did not like me as a person, who did not want or wish the best for me, who made me feel bad about myself. So to go from that to what I have now, I am so incredibly grateful for every person in my life. Okay, and the Last thing that I want to talk about when it comes to what I'm grateful for is my health. I feel like our health is something that we often take for granted and having dealt with not one but two family members with health concerns while I was back home and then also getting sick myself It really made me value my health so much more. And now that I'm better, I'm so grateful for my health. I'm so grateful that I wake up every day and I feel good. I feel my best. And being sick and watching people around me go through certain health issues, it also pushed me to want to continue prioritizing and optimizing my health, especially going into 2024. That's definitely one of my top goals is to do things that support good health, especially as we get older, it becomes more and more important. And I'm just very thankful that my body functions the way that it needs to function. I can breathe easily. I can move my body. I can do the things that I want to do. And you really don't recognize how much you take for granted until you're no longer able to function the way that you're used to functioning. So health is definitely something that I'm so incredibly grateful for. Okay, so before getting into my list of the things that I want to do and focus on for the rest of 2023 to help me reset before 2024, I did ask myself, what do I want the month of December to look like for me? How do I want to feel during this month? And a few key themes that came up for me that really resonated with me were to feel grounded, rooted, have clarity, feel inspired, and be focused and prepared. So these key themes kind of shaped my list of the things that I'm focusing on and doing for, 20, for the rest of 2023. And I really encourage you to ask yourself these questions as well and see what comes up for you. It might be something completely different than what came up for me. So if you're looking for ways to reset start with these few journal prompts and just see what key themes come up for you so Some of the things that I'm going to be talking about aren't groundbreaking or anything new by any means. There are just some reminders that I think are important and then other things are just simply personal to me. So take what resonates and leave what doesn't. But the first thing that I'm going to do to help me reset before 2024 is upgrading my routines. So December is kind of a reboot month for me after taking it's slow the last month i am just so ready to get back into a routine and find a new flow again that really helps me to reach my goals and feel like my best self and i'm also focusing on ways that i can improve my old routines and i'm trying to set up a structure that works well for me that includes everything that's important to me which is my physical and mental health productivity personal growth before i went back home the routines that i had were okay but i didn't feel like my best i didn't feel like i had good routines down so i'm really working on upgrading the routines that i would want especially coming into the new year Routines are definitely not a one-size-fits-all. I've talked about this before, which is why it's so important to play around with different routines and find what works for your lifestyle. And if you're wanting to improve your routines for the new year, I feel like the sooner you start implementing them, the better. And a few great resources I have when it comes to routines are, one, my podcast episode that I did a few weeks back talking about how to create your perfect morning and evening routine. I have some amazing tips in that episode. I also really recommend the book um, Atomic Habits. I'm sure you've heard of it. It's an amazing, amazing book on creating sustainable healthy habits and yeah like i said the sooner you start the better you don't want to wait until january 1st to all of a sudden start doing a morning routine start working out creating sustainable healthy habits take time to implement start now don't wait until 2024 to start creating new routines The second thing that I'm doing to help me reset before the new year is decluttering and organizing my space. I just feel like there is no better way to enter a new month or a new year and welcome in a new season than by decluttering, especially leading up to the new year. I just want to declutter my physical space, my digital space of things that don't support or align with my goals and I want to eliminate any distractions and obstacles as much as I can and I also feel like energetically when you declutter and let go of things, you create space for better things to come into your life. So we're out with the old and in with the new this month and this includes my kitchen pantry, my closet, my skincare my computer, my social media feed, the people that I'm following. I am going to be doing a deep dive this whole month. Obviously, I will do like one thing at a time to make it more manageable, but I am going in and decluttering, throwing away, unfollowing, donating, blocking, deleting everything that I feel isn't supporting me in reaching my goals or helping me be my best self or doesn't align with me or make me feel good in any way and I really believe that our environments have a direct impact on our mindset and how we feel and the way that you feel on the inside is a direct reflection of your physical environment. If you have a chaotic and disorganized environment, chances are you're going to start each day feeling unmotivated, overwhelmed, or unproductive. Or if you have a toxic and unhealthy social media feed, that can foster feelings of anxiousness, anger, insecurity every time you scroll. We have more power over our space and our environment than we realize, so why not be intentional about creating a supportive, healthy, and motivating environment especially when it comes to social media it always confuses me when people say oh social media is so toxic it's so unhealthy it's so bad for your mental health yes granted spending too much time scrolling could obviously have negative impacts on your mental health and your well-being but you also have the ability to control what you see what you listen to who you follow and personally for me my social media is set up in a way that whenever i do scroll i'm only seeing positive things i'm only seeing the people that i want to see the topics that i want to discuss i'm not engaging in things that have a negative impact on my mental health do what you need to do do a digital detox unfollow mute block the accounts that don't serve you clean out your closet your kitchen your home, your pantry, so that you're setting yourself up for success. And this is also something that the book Atomic Habits talks about is eliminating distractions and creating your space in a way that supports you and helping you feel your best. So again, if you want to work on your routines, your habits, definitely get that book it's such a good book to read especially leading up to the new year I feel like it has such amazing tips I'll probably reread it again um this month if I'm honest now that I'm thinking about it but yeah decluttering and organizing my space is one thing that I'm going to be focusing on to help me reset before 2024 the third thing that I'm doing is detoxing my mind and body of things that aren't helping me elevate so again kind of in the same realm of decluttering and organizing my space now I'm just doing more so on my internal world and I really want to be super intentional with feeding my mind and body things that are healthy and are going to truly elevate me and I'm definitely being a bit more disciplined with myself for the month of December but that's honestly what I'm craving and needing right now. Especially because the last month that I was home, I was a lot more lenient because I knew that, you know, I would be with family and going out more, having a lot more dinner dates. So I wasn't so hard on myself, but now that I let myself overindulge a bit, I'm craving a little bit more healthy homemade feels I don't want to eat out as much and some ways I'm detoxing are not consuming alcohol for the month of December and I'm not a huge drinker as it is don't get me wrong I love having like a margarita or two when I'm having dinner with the girls or having a glass of wine at the end of the night but I don't like getting drunk anymore And I've also gone months without drinking unintentionally, but during the month of December, I want to intentionally withhold from drinking alcohol, which I know will be super easy for me because I'm not, like I said, a huge drinker as it is, but I just want to be intentional about it this month. And I'm also detoxing by not consuming low vibrational tv or social media so this one is going to be more of a challenge than not drinking alcohol to be honest because listen i love me some real housewives i love a good reality tv show and i always say i enjoy watching reality tv because my own life is so dang peaceful that sometimes i need a little drama in my life just to keep me entertained But as I'm preparing for the new year and just getting back on track, getting back into a routine, I really want to be disciplined and eliminate as many distractions as I can. And if I do want to unwind or relax, because I don't always want to be consuming personal growth content or something that's motivational. Sometimes I just want to watch something where I can numb out and not really think and unwind. And when I'm in those moods, i rather just listen to music or watch a feel-good type of show or movie like Gilmore Girls or something along those lines that aren't so low vibrational and negative. So the fourth thing that I'm doing to help me reset before the new year is prioritizing my solitude over my social life. So this one is very, very specific to me and what I need because I know we're still in the holiday season and there's a lot of gatherings and parties going on. And this is definitely the time of year where we get together with our family and friends. But after spending a month around my family and friends and not having any time to myself i am choosing to intentionally spend the rest of the year alone so i'm not going to be going back home for the holidays or the new year i am not going to be attending any gatherings unless it's like a very intentional type of gathering or if i'm in the mood for it but i really want to spend the rest of the year in solitude of course i'll still be around my boyfriend because we live together but I'm just really craving a lot of alone time right now and I really need to recharge my social battery and just do my own thing and focus on myself and getting my mind, my body, my soul right before the new year. Again, you know... If there's an intentional gathering happening and I'm in the mood for it, I'm not going to say no, but I'm definitely not going to go out of my way for the month of December to make plans to see people. That's something that I'm prioritizing and I know this might not be what you want to do for yourself and I totally get that, but your girl needs some time to herself and the fifth thing that I'm doing is elevating my health and wellness. So this kind of goes back to detoxing to go more a little bit more in depth. I feel like now is the time to schedule your health checkups, to get testing done, to try out different workout routines and find a split routine that works for you and get the supplements and the things that you need to elevate your health and wellness and I know these things are investments and they're going to cost money but I really believe that your health and wellness is worth investing in as they say health is wealth and I'm trying to be wealthy so when it comes to supplements and workout routines and things like that I'm always happy to share things that I'm trying or doing but always do your own research or ask the professionals especially when it comes to fitness and health related things everyone is so different and what works for one person might be absolutely horrible for the next person. And what I've been doing is making a list of all the things I want to try, whether it's a workout split or a new supplement or a wellness routine that I want to add. I write it all down like in a notes app and then i do my own research and i test it out to see how i feel and if it works for me and that's been working for me so for the month of december i'm definitely going to be stocking up on my supplements getting back into a good workout routine i've taken a pause from pilates since i believe september was the last time i went and i plan on going back in january but i wanted to take a break from pilates one because gone for the month of november so i couldn't go to pilates and now that we're going into december before i go back to pilates i kind of want to just get back into my own routine at my gym here and then for the new year kind of start incorporating pilates into my workout routine so we're getting the supplements or getting back into the routine we're figuring out what works for us we're getting the testing done but always 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 do your own research and don't take advice from random people especially if they're not certified or have the education to back what they're saying Okay, so the sixth thing that I'm doing to help me reset before the new year is to carve out time to reflect on 2023 and find gratitude for the lessons, the experiences, the challenges and opportunities that I've had for the year. Regardless of how this year went for you, I think reflecting is always so important. I feel like I'm talking about reflection and the importance of reflection in nearly every episode, but it's really essential in order to put things into perspective and also look at the bigger picture because I think sometimes when we just focus on maybe the things you didn't accomplish or the things that went wrong or, you know, the negative, we can hyper-focus on those things and completely neglect the progress that we have made or the good experiences that we had this year. I feel like our brains are naturally wired to just focus on the negative and this is why I always challenge myself to reflect often. I reflect Daily, weekly, monthly, yearly, because it is so easy for me to get caught up in what I didn't accomplish, what I did wrong, and I completely neglect all of the amazing milestones, beautiful experiences, wins that I had in this last year. So I like to do this towards the end of the year before I even start planning my goals for the new year, before I even make a vision board and do all that. I like to first sit down, reflect on everything and kind of just have a conversation with myself in terms of how I feel about this year and the lessons that I learned, express gratitude for what I have experienced, how I've grown. So reflection is so, so important. And the seventh thing on my list of things I want to focus on and do before 2024 is to do a big life brain dump. So before I go ahead and make my vision board and I set my goals for the new year, I like to first do a big life brain dump. And I do this typically right after I reflect from the previous year. So I like to think about every aspect of my life for the upcoming year and what I want it to look like, how I want to feel. And I write every single thing that's coming to me from the big things to to the little things. And it doesn't have to make sense. It doesn't have to be super clear. I just write whatever comes up for me. And I'm also very particular about when and how I do this. I personally believe that early mornings are when we are most connected to our higher selves, to our intuition, to God, to the universe. And in the early mornings before you start your day, that is when we're more receptive to receiving the biggest clarity and insights and downloads and messages from our higher selves so when i'm doing my big life brain dump for the new year i like to do it during the early morning before i start my day i'll make myself a coffee i'll have some music playing in the background I'll go where I won't be interrupted and I just let myself dream and really get in tune with what is calling me, what is coming up for me in terms of my life and what I want to do and look like and experience and eventually after doing my life brain dump, that is when I can start to refine my goals and then create a vision board to go with it and so this is my next Thing on my list of how I'm going to reset for the new year when you do your life brain dump and you review it you might notice a few common themes or similar goals that are just written in different ways and you can begin to refine and condense them into one category or one goal where it makes sense and when it comes to creating a vision board and setting goals I'm a big believer in writing your goals down And understanding the why behind your goal. Why do you want to achieve this goal? Why do you want to have this thing? What is the purpose behind it? I really believe that understanding the why to our goals is so important because that is going to be the thing that keeps us going when we are in the face of adversity and challenges and obstacles, because one thing about working towards your goals is it's not always going to be easy and it most definitely will not happen overnight. So when you do face those challenges, it's important that you have a very deep why or a meaningful reason for why you want to do this thing or achieve this goal. And when it comes to creating a vision board, I'm very specific and intentional with the photos that I choose. I like to choose photos that resonate with me and they exude the feelings that I want to feel when I have that goal or when I achieve something. My best tip when it comes to creating a vision board and setting goals is to be as as specific and clear as you possibly can and choose photos that really, really align with what it is that you want and be specific with the photos that you choose, be specific with the goals that you're setting and get clear on the why behind your goals for the new year. Okay, the next thing on my list that I'm so excited for before we get into the new year is to have a relaxing spa day to help me truly reset whether you have a spa day at home or you go to a spa i feel like it's the perfect way to physically and mentally reset and recharge the sweet spot i found in doing this is to do it right after the holidays but before the new year I had the most relaxing spa day with my best friend on my birthday this past year and I think I want to do something similar to that, whether it's staying the night there or just having like a spa day. If you guys follow me on Instagram or TikTok, you may have seen me post about it, but I just want a day at least to myself where I truly reset, recharge and am in a calming environment so that I can really feel recharged for the new year. And again, you don't have to go to a spa. You can create a spa-like environment in your own home. Light up some candles, put on some spa music, get some essential oils, fill up a bubble bath, have a nice book with you, and just zen out. So the last thing on my list to help me reset before 2024 is, of course, to celebrate and whatever that looks like for you. Celebrating life is so important especially when it comes to the end of one era and the start of a new one. This year I feel like I really made it a point to celebrate my life more and not just wait for special occasions like my birthday or anniversary or a holiday and I've been very intentional about romanticizing every new season that we've entered. If you listen to my episodes from the last year i did a lot of how to romanticize your fall season how to create a summer bucket list and i i shared a lot of tips on how to basically romanticize your life even the everyday moments the everyday life and not necessarily wait for special occasions and i feel like it's made such a difference in my life and i feel like i've had more enjoyable moments i've made a lot of beautiful experiences because i didn't wait to celebrate my life so when it comes to celebrating the new year specifically i know that there are these expectations to go all out to ring in the new year to go to like a very festive party just like live laugh love and I I love that. But I remember when I started entering a different season in my life, the way that I wanted to celebrate changed. And I no longer wanted to do like the extravagant parties and. Go all out in that sense. But at the same time, I still felt FOMO because I wasn't celebrating in the way that I thought I should be celebrating. But I think it's important to remember that we all have our little rituals and ways to celebrate. Some people are all about getting dressed up, going out to a big party, and doing the whole countdown situation. And then there are others who may enjoy a quieter and cozier night in with friends, with good food and laughter, or maybe even a night to yourself and what i've come to realize is that celebrating life is a deeply personal thing and it's about doing what feels right for you or doing things in a way that you think they should be done celebrate in a way that resonates with your spirit and in a way that feels like a true reflection of who you are or who you want to be we all have our own ways of celebrating and I'm just in the season in my life where I'm going to do what I want to do. I'm not going to feel pressure to do things that I don't want to do. So yeah, that is my list of all the things I'm focusing on to help me reset before 2024. I am so excited for this last month of the year it honestly is insane how quickly this year flew by I know we all say this every single year, but it honestly is so true, but I really hope that you enjoyed this episode. If you did, I would so appreciate if you could screenshot this episode, post it on your Instagram stories, tag me in it so I can thank you for listening or share this episode with someone who you think may need a little end of the year motivation. That is all I really have to say as always until next time. Remember to just glow with it.